this is the CEO show, and we're doing something different because usually when anytime you get in a room with 19, he takes over the show and it becomes Stop. a 19 something show. But today he's gonna restrain and he's gonna let me conduct my show. Hey, that, that's amazing. That's almost a compliment for Dane to even say that about you. Well, the compliment is that we sit and have conversations. I don't like too many people, Paul, especially dudes. They're yeah, wasting time man, unless they're doing something. I agree with that, Paul. A dude yeah. without a dream, Paul, is dangerous because he just wants to rob you of yours. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, the CEO show, the way I like to approach things, I want to ask you a question today. Um, you've been distributing a lot of knowledge, right? And you seem to keep new clothes on and new jewelry every time I see you and you know, same things old, like same that. Um, I'd like you, because um, it's the CEO show, mm -hmm. I want you to explain your business model. Mm, that's a good question. Uh, so... Our central thing is media, right? Uh, media is where I've invested most of my money in, especially this year, right? What is media when you say media? When I'm talking like, about media, I'm yeah. talking about content, so right? Content. content is where we get the eyeballs, right? So, so do you monetize the content? We monetize the content, and we put our own products on the content. So we have the Nootropics brand, right? Goldwater, which is the family brand. So my whole family works for that brand. Moms, pops, sisters run it. My younger twin brothers, they do the packaging, shipping, the whole nine out in Atlanta. So when you watch High Level Conversations, you're going to see a Goldwater commercial on there, right? So uh, let me do it like this, dude. So when I do a business, I make an octopus, right? So there'll be the head, pause, mm -hmm. and then there's eight legs, eight vertical. Yeah. So the media would be... You're the so brand the head will really be 19 keys the brand. 19 keys the brand. Yeah, you know I mean, there's the verticals. So for for me, like media will be like the heart of it. You know what and I'm saying? And that's what makes it to where you can invest in the other businesses. Well, I started the other businesses first, but 19 keys as a brand is as a media brand really as well. But I consider it like high level media when I really start doing high level conversations to say I had a media business. And media meaning media show. having a show. And or shows rather so and the then show. like doing production and then even on top of that we can do media consultation so we actually consult other people teach them how to do theirs as well and from the content you monetize the content through the ads we monetize the content directly by putting on our own ads and running ads from other different people as well so like corporations that want to pay us to be on there okay and then you have the ancillary things which are yeah, so we got the products, which is the new tropics. Then we got the crowns. So I design the crowns myself, which is the clothing, right? Then we got education. So anytime we do any courses, curriculums, books, right? And then, of touring, course, touring. we have touring. So when I do in person and I'm selling out the tours, then we got merch being sold at those particular places. Well, let's talk about and all touring. that's reinvested Let's talk about in. touring for a second. So we got to the media mm -hmm. ads that, that run. Um, so for me, there's two ways to tour. Either somebody books you and you get paid a fee, mm -hmm. or you actually promote it yourself, and then you just sell tickets, sort of like what you and yes. I did in, um, Oakland. in Oakland when it was our show, but it turned into your show at your hometown. But you still owe me a it show. It was definitely our show, but yeah, it was show. You, did show. Your, you, had, you had some breakout moments. I had moments, but just moments. You had Hip like 500, 40, never forget 40 that minutes. You did a 40-minute <laughs> monologue. But anyway, 
that um, Tito and had all his friends in the front, and the, they were the only ones that could ask questions. No, they weren't the only ones. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they got, they had VIP all the seats. Were advertised. <laughs> like I do this, I was like, yo, can I ask one of my friends a question? God, damn. all of the Oakland guys came out to come see Dame and yeah, we had a good Kings, time. Man. I was right. impressed, but the point is, we threw that. You know, we got with um, Earn Your Leisure. They uh-huh. were like the promoter. Yeah, yeah. And then we booked it, and we had to go put the seats in there. Yeah. I had to find a spot. You remember? Because you couldn't find a spot open. You were like, I can't find a spot. So I was like, let me send you a spot. Man. <laughs> so it was a spot, you know. I say, <laughs> I had to, you had to do some work. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to bring the people. So I didn't write, yeah, it's Oakland, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got the security, we got the people, we made everything fly for you. We had, nobody charged us for nothing. Got Mr. Fab up there MCing for us, you you feel me? What you mean nobody charged us for nothing? I'm talking about the, the people that actually came, you feel me? And the homies helped promote it because they from the Bay, so it was all love. It was all love. So my point was we did that on our own. Yeah. So um, is your business model throwing the... um, do you promote them yourself? Or do yeah, you- we did all of the promotion. So we had worked with CIA, but the only thing they had was relationships with the venues, right? And and what did you have you to know, what did you have to break them off for that, Paul? I think it was like what was it? 20 percent because they booked because they got you to the show the thing yearly. Yeah, but we you would never do me. that again. Though. Yeah, I know you should have called. Me. That was a that was a first time play. You well, feel I, me? I, I but was, I mean, I'm glad though because that was a, a learning experience. You I, feel me? And a learning curve with that whole thing. But everything else we ran ourselves. Well, I was impressed with that because um, you took the show on the road, and that's what I advise everyone to do. And not many people will do that unless they get booked. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you know, I know that's an investment. And sometimes you have take to all work. the risk. You take all the risk, and sometimes it works out, and a lot of times you just break even. Sometimes you don't make no bread, but you still get the, the benefit of going in there and talking to people. And next time you come back around, it's like and you it, meet your core audience. Well, I me, think let, that's let me the tell love. You what, even in, in the art of music, um, usually when you put out a record, you go on what's called the promo tour, mm-hmm. and you you actually pay to go and get in front of like 10 people at first and everyone squeezes up in a van. So I was looking at it, whether you knew it or not, you were, your instincts were leading you completely right, but I, I felt like y'all were doing it in luxury in, in a very big way. So of course, when y'all go back around, because you don't look at what something's gonna do the first time. Mm-hmm. First time's always, for me, a learning experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna call it a loss. It's always a learning experience. But when I come back around, like I just did what I call a promo tour, but you know, the company made money. Mm-hmm. But when I went in there, I'm like, it wasn't the kind of money I would want to make. I'm not trying to go no place and not make six, seven sure. I think the way we would do it now would be completely different. Because even, even operating with theaters, I think, is a losing model a lot of times because you get them way too much because they got their unions. So you got to pay every single person to do everything. And you can't bring in your own people and pay them at your rate. You have to use a people. And, and so you're paying I mean, them for no reason. And there was an infrastructure that helped. How many people do you have in your infrastructure that also have to get paid? Cause nobody yeah, works for well, I brought my whole family on tour. But even still, like there were people that were booking it, people that yeah. were making, there's a lot of moving parts. We had PR was. agents, of course, Amechi, shout out to Amechi, without him, there was no tour. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he, had, he, he, he jumped into a role that he previously didn't have experience and handled everything. So it's like, if you go do something, you gotta have a really good team as well. And everybody, like, you know, we grew up uh, uh, my family grew up FOI soldiers, so like we know how to kind of get militant and take some orders and like run a campaign. 
And for me, like bringing my brothers and having my pops there, moms came on tour, the family was there. That was the thought process. Like, this ain't nothing but another campaign. We follow the orders. We and run it was the fun. system, and we're going to make it happen. And it was fun. It was fun. I wouldn't have done it back to back because I'm the only person Tired. that done it like that in this space to where he had back to back shows. So, me in New York, and Boston, and Dallas, and Houston, like literally the other night. Nobody mm -hmm. had done that before. You know what I mean? Like speaking, information, and things of that nature. Usually it's like you got one show, then two weeks later or a month later, you got another show. We did it rock star style. Like, nope, we booked out. We here, we here, we here. So the goal was to like set precedents and show like, nah, it's, it's, it's a new era now. It ain't just rappers that can do that or entertainers. Like, if you got real influence and the people really rock with you, we giving you alternatives for your Friday night or well, your Saturday night or your Sunday people, night. From other cultures have been doing that. <clears throat> it's just different because they're teaching their way in a different language. It's just our algorithm used to be so negative that people would come out to see violence and see us hurting each other. Mm -hmm. And what we've been able to do is create an algorithm where people actually want to evolve. But the point I wanted to make was um, for anyone that's dreaming about having a brand and being famous and making money off of it, it doesn't just happen from being on the internet or being on social media, you have to take it upon yourself to get on the road and promote your stuff. Take hell and work. a lot of people don't know about and understand how important that aspect of the game yeah. is. So your instincts are completely right. And everything you're doing is impressive because you just kind of got in the game and got to just really look at what it will look like 10 years or five years down the line. And every time you go through because when you, when, you, when you go and do an activation, because I, I look at them as activations, when, when a stock makes an announcement, the stock goes up. Mm -hmm. Every time you do an activation, your stock goes up, no matter what. Activations means you're active, mm -hmm. and you don't wait for somebody to book you. So sitting around and waiting for someone to book you and thinking that you're entitled to just be able to, at first, show up, get your hotel, your travel, and just get paid, that's not going to happen unless, you know, and see, it, it doesn't really happen unless there's a bit of compromise there and you're doing something you don't want to do. But see, seeing somebody like you speak truth to power, and I remember just kind of like thinking, you know, when I first got in, I knew I wasn't about to be some corporate sponsor, you know what I mean? Because that, that, like, I want to say what I want to say and I got to do it my way. You know what I'm saying? So I automatically knew I had to find an original, creative way to do it. You feel me? I feel like you can do anything if you got enough creativity and work ethic to get it done. Me, I got that. I know how to think. So I just take a look at the raw resources and figure out how I want to use them. Most people don't know how to do shit because they look at the direct path you got to go through for gatekeepers and be like, man, I can't go through this way. I'm frustrated. And me, I say, no, how about I just create my own gate? There's attention. What's the business model? Entertainer takes attention. The people like it. Then they buy a ticket. They say, I'll show up. Why can't I do the same thing if the people like the content that I have and we got a movement? Well, the way I'm looking at it is you are looking at school as actual, actually doing it. Mm -hmm. That's the only way to learn, you know, is to actually do it. Yeah, it's a trade. It's a trade. So, um... Waiting for someone to teach you. Not many people can give you the game because they don't know the game. Mm -hmm. 
And successful people sometimes are too busy to talk. So sometimes you got to go ahead and do it yourself. But what I want people to understand when they hear us talk is because I have been on the road as well, not as um, laborious as you, because I've been building a television network mm -hmm. and also other verticals, but also I'm, I'm not, it, it really wasn't my main business model. But, you know, I've been on the road. We went to at least 20, 30 spots and um, each one of them, I looked at it as number one, I'm not going to spend any money to make myself comfortable to lose money. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lose money. So it has to be cost effective. And the thing about starting a new business is it's humbling because you have to start from scratch with the business, mm -hmm. with the expenses of a new business. All the things that come, because like if you're used to having $400,000 worth of bills because you're making four million a year with something, and then you start another company and get you a whole nother 400,000 a month, and you're not making that four million, and it's slow, because a lot of things, a lot of times people base their bills on their best year, mm. and that's the worst thing you could do. Mm. Don't ever base your bills on your, on, your, on your best year. You base your bills on your worst year. But when I start a new company, it's like, the only one luxury I'm not going to do is I'm not riding coach. But if I had a publicly traded company or I had, I would have to ride coach because that's what's in the best interest of the company, not myself. But I just find that because I do so many jobs in administrative and marketing, I have to rest. So that's the only reason why I have to be comfort in those moments because my body pores will start to hurt and all that other shit. But either way... Hey, you know, let me ask you something, not to cut your wisdom, but I think that that is a key because... You do be on the road, you know what I mean? You you, you got your great whiskers, so you know, you you're a little old now. I can shave with a diet. Yes, sir. But I mean it's a compliment to what I'm about to say though. You, you got the energy though. of a young man. <laughs> like oh. a little jab. <laughs> you got that the intellectual bully is funny. You do like like Nah. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you, man, AJ Asia's achievement, growth, and experience, man. So you got a lot of that. You feel can me? I, can I tell you something? I almost unfollowed you the other day. Okay. No, no more workout videos. With oh the man, you can't get jealous, man. I don't want to see this. Man, that's like, you asked me my business model, man. How, been, how they know I'm doing the gold water hitting the sports moss? You feel me? We have to see the. I don't want to see Tarzan or. You know, <laughs> I don't want to see all that. Got dudes, dudes watching. I'm like, yo. I was like, one more time. I was like, I like, I like. He on there like. You like a working out shirt off? Wait, I'm like, oh, oh, come on, man. But anyway, guys, what you're saying? Get worse, though. Uh, stop, stop. No, but 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 <laughs> you stay energized throughout your your whole movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. For for you know, like for me seeing my pops, pops, my pops is always on the move. You know what I mean? He refused to, you know, uh, uh, allow himself to get old and stop moving. He always told me, you understand me? Time is a measurement of motion. Run out of moves, you feel me? You run out of life. That's when you die. So I always see you in motion. So as you get older, how do you maintain that health regimen to like keep your baseline high to where you can continue to be in motion in accordance to your dreams? Well, number one, um, Raquel keeps me really healthy because also I'm diabetic. Mm -hmm. um, number two, I'm always dreaming. So the dream is what keeps you energized. And because I've won big, very young, and like I've sold three companies before I was 35. Mm. It's like I really believe that I could do anything. So, you know, instead of dreaming about a clothing line, I wanted to dream about something that had an exit strategy that went with billions. 
and that's a television network. And I wanted to have a conglomerate. So it was important for me to have everything new when I'm 52. New sneakers, new clothing line, mm. new shades, new music, new television network. I had to be playing a bigger game. So for me, <clears throat> it was like, I need to create a conglomerate for my family, not someone else's. And it's too easy to do it with someone else's bread, but it's not because you have to compromise too much. Yeah. And as you see through the years, and no disrespect to nobody, but it's a lot of weird shit on the other side in that 1%. Yeah. And I chose not to hang out around none of the weird shit. What shit, you've been telling us about it for a long time. Right? I'd be like, yo, it's not like right. Niggas is really weird over here. Like, yeah. it's really crazy. You would think that I imagine that's why you gotta say nightmare. pause so much. That whole that whole well, I mean, side is pause. I mean, it's 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 pause, but also it's like things that should make you happy make you unhappy. Being on top of the world but feeling you're like you're on the bottom of the world, it just doesn't add up to me. Mm -hmm. And that just comes with compromise. So it's like you may appear to have done exactly what you wanted to do because people are celebrating you, and other people from other cultures are celebrating you. And my thing is, if another culture is celebrating you too much, then you're doing too much for that culture mm. and not enough for your own. Mm. So those that are celebrated by those that aren't us, I'm like, they must be doing a lot for them, not us. Mm. And that's why sometimes I'm not celebrated by them, but I'm usually celebrated by us. Mm. And I, I, I don't, I, and I don't look at my success based on if they celebrate me. A lot of yeah. people look at their success based on if another culture celebrates them or gives them a certain kind of award or whatever. I just feel like they've robbed us of, of a lot of culture and, and made us think we need them to sell our culture back to our culture. Like we gotta mm -hmm. go through them. This, I gotta sell you, I had to give it to you to pull sell it to my friend. It don't make no sense. No. And, and I know the robbery is becoming because of lack of knowledge. It's because people don't know what's gonna happen in the future till it's too late, till it's the past, mm -hmm. you know? So that's the reason why it's important for us and that's why I've always been um, an advocate of this. Whatever y'all doing, earn your leisure, Billy Carson, anyone that is making money off of evolving us mm. and making us better, we have to link up, stick, stick together, be completely transparent. Mm -hmm. And we just need to focus on our superpowers and don't be embarrassed about our weaknesses and click up. Mm. And that's what generals do. That's part of the code right there. Sharing information, you know what I'm saying? It's, like it's intel. And, and, and yeah, intel. Because I really look at it as a war. You feel me? I just think that we lazy in a lot of fronts, and our willingness to really go all the way to win. It's the pattern of losing. If all you see on television and all you hear about is us getting abused and us losing and never winning. You don't visualize anything but the loss. Mm -hmm. Most people don't dream. They don't think they can win because no one around them has. They don't see it. So that's why the visuals of us winning, and that's why it was important for me to start my own television network so I could start showing visuals of us winning and not winning in entertainment, but winning in different businesses and things that there haven't been visuals of us doing. The only visual we have of us winning is drug dealing or basketball or sports playing or entertainment, which is a distraction. And the only way that we're supposed to be able to break into a fucking social class is to make another culture entertained. I'm not entertainment. I'm so culture. media then? And, well, media is to put patterns in people's faces. So but That's what I'm about to ask you. Like, yeah. all right, so we see what's going on when we book. And, and Keenan can chime in too.
You feel me? The, 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 for me, you know, black media is important. Just us controlling that, having be that programming mechanism, our narratives, news, because it controls the way we feel and the way we perceive stuff. So it's like for, for the future of like, let's say, you know, not having that revolt apparatus if things don't work out for them over there, that leaves a huge gap. What you mean? So, you know, with everything that happened with Diddy, let's say advertisers pull out and, you know, that thing that revolt is for the culture disappears. That leaves a gap for somebody to fill. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the opportunity right now to be able to take over that because, you know, BET get black dollars, but it's black, not black owned. Yeah. Right. Well, they, they can't get all this. What, what happens is there's a lot of black dollars that are left on the table because there's no black owned um, companies. So, yeah, as it relates to because linear television is one thing and digital television is another. And the way ads are going are two different things. Say linear television? Linear is like cable TV. Okay. And digital is the shit you watch on your phone. Shit like that. So linear ads are different than uh, digital ads. You know, you have to do upfronts and you have to, you know, get your money whether people watch or not. The thing about digital is you only get your money based on actual performance. It's two different things. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a still, it's still a lot of money in linear. And... What happened with Puff for me, because there was this initiative about 10 years ago that they had to have a black-owned, Comcast wanted black-owned networks. And I was talking to them, but they told me I had to show them $100 million because uh, Magic and uh, Oprah had took so many losses. Mm. So I'm like, if I got to go get 100, how are you going to think that's black? I'm not going to be able to get $100 million of black money. So I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to make $100 million worth of content and then once I, then I'll go back. But Comcast is nothing but distribution. But what happens when you get distributed, you get paid as an affiliate kind of thing. So off of a, a cable, t- off your cable bill, $100, like $4 of that might go to ESPN and $2, you know, whatever. I don't know what Puffin them got, but let's say it was a dollar or two. Regardless if he brings market share to the table, they still got to break that down. Mm-hmm. So what was happening is when I was coming back around, they were going, we gave Puff this money, Oprah this money, Magic, and Byron Allen suing everybody, so we're not doing anything. And I'm like, for the black channels right now, because we don't want to get caught. And literally, Spectrum told me, what's the difference between you puffing and, 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 and Oprah? And I said, the only thing that's similar is our skin. But because I'm a, it's a black-owned company doesn't mean it's only for black people. Just because I'm black doesn't mean only black people can digest what I'm doing. Only we got that issue. Like, we can't sell to other cultures. But every other culture uses us as their greatest customer. They put us in a box, and there's always black delegated money. But, like, even in music, is there, like, um, white music? There's actually, like, an A&R black music. Or there's a BET owned by a white company, a black entertainment. Have you ever heard of white entertainment television? It's never considered American. (laughs) So that's that's the reason... Hip hop is that, American that, music, and that's the and that's the reason and that's the reason why I call it America New, the network because it's a new America, the America that has to behoove us, mm-hmm. and it's really really advantageous to be black because the government has so much guilt that damn near fifteen and twenty percent of everything, whether it's manufacturing or real estate at retail goes to black people, but how many black people do you know own a factory? And they don't teach us to own factories. 
So Keenan, um, Keenan and I are doing a lot of things that people wouldn't probably understand right now, but it's it's, it's about economic growth and 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 making sure that towns um, are are economically stimulated, creating jobs, you know, things of that nature. But Keenan also is is good at, at a lot of other things as well. He's a smart guy. Look, Keenan B's. My career one, I'm a West Point grad, so I'm a proud West Point grad, number one school in the world. But uh, but but outside of that, I spent my career all in advertising. So uh, I ran brands like Tide, Gillette, launched Tide Pods, so multi-billion dollar brands globally, sold two companies, um, and now really have a focus on where, where I've aligned with these brothers on is how do we rebuild and reimagine the middle class, right? At the end of the day, that's probably the biggest threat to society. And, and what America understands is we're a consumption economy. When you're a consumption economy and your middle class is shrinking, well, now you have a threat to national security, especially when, when, when you look at the middle class globally is growing. So what I've aligned with these brothers on is looking at, well, what are the quadrants that actually start to create change, right? Dame is a visionary and he understands the role of economic development and redefining cities, right? Keys is a leader in, in communication, but and the workout specialist, pause out. And, 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 and the workouts now, the push-up game is right, pause. But, but, but you know, when, when you start to look at that, what, what control and influence looks like is understanding how economies are uh, established, grow, and evolve over time. And, and I think what we're doing collectively is changing narratives with media, right? Because the, the best export of America is still black culture. Mm-hmm. So how but, we, but the problem is, how do we get paid off that? The problem is, we're not the distributor of Correct. black culture. Correct. So Which is why we get, don't get paid. And that's why we don't get paid. So, this is the reason why, uh, in, in these type of environments, and we have cameras, in, instead of talking about bubblegum shit, we want to talk about what the future should look like and how you should prepare yourself. And, and, and the conversations that I have when I'm off camera are like the ones that I have when I'm on camera. I want to know about evolution. We want to talk about making things better. If we're going to make money, we want to make money off helping people, creating jobs, uh, real estate, understanding tax credits, understanding ARPA funds, understanding all these type of things and the opportunities that present themselves, understanding that again, what is it, 15% of all manufacturing should be has to be done by a black manufacturer. Mm. We, we, we have to start Hitting understanding how much money, uh, what America, American wealth comes from government contracts. It comes from the way they're killing us with the media and the distribution. Recession because proof. we're never taught how to be the boss. But only a boss could teach you how to be a boss. Mm -hmm. So you got to go be a boss first, then start teaching it. So in order for me to teach anyone anything, I got to go do it, pause, get banked up, lose, win, and then I could go and tell you what I did wrong and that what I could do right. So, so look, let's answer the question there, right? What's going on with black media? Here's the, here's the reality. Major advertisers, which I once was, right? So when I was running tight, I had a $400 million budget. So you gotta think, every year, I'm tasked with spending $400 million on advertising. 15 to 20% I wanted to spend with black-owned media. Here was the problem, there wasn't enough inventory. And, and inventory's like almost offensive that you can't even put an ad on it when you get it. And so what's crazy that's happening right now is the industry is saying, okay, well now let's make it 5%. 5% of all advertising dollars we want to go to, to black-owned platforms. Where are they? 
name them. So what's going on with Diddy and Revolt, obviously that's a big shakeup because they had a big piece of that. Byron Allen has a big piece of that. Black-owned Universal Reach. That's the game he was going. That's why he bought Weather Channel. It's a lot of eyeballs. So what you're starting to see is folks like Dame, Keys, myself, and 85 start, South. And Byron understands the CPMs. Yeah, look, he understands see, see, the ads. He understands that game as well. Here, here's the thing. In that order Weather to Channel paid, made a lot of money from the CPMs. The you got to understand the platform and how the game is paid. You got to know the Here's what's going on right now. is Black people especially, we are so used to creating content and giving it away. And no, we we're give used it away to getting, on channels where we don't get paid. Well, we're used to being in a situation where... That's all we do is create magic and give it away. We're used to being in a situation where we know it's wrong, but we don't have a choice because we're so much on, like, the back foot pause. We're in such a place of desperation that any bit of oxygen will give away our, our freedom. But we've been, all these years, we always knew we were getting robbed. We just accepted it. But we, because we yeah, had no Yeah, because we knew how to create the magic, but not... You know, uh, understand the science. It was just part of the game. It was like we, you know, it was like we were taught to think we were meant to need them to do things. But that's yeah. that whole thing of the, being, the reason, being the, talented but not being educated. The, the reason why um, also being siloed. The, yeah. the, the reason why Keenan is saying that you're an important part of the movement is because you're a voice of evolution. Even if it triggers people, we still need that type of person empowered that's yeah. going to deliver the message correctly that can also garner a crowd. Because you went out and you did the work. You went and went on tour, built your audience, and now you're monetizing it, and it's all of good stuff. And, and I'm sure for you, the evolution and what you want your life to look like in 10 years means that you have to become a master in all the verticals that you want to do in 10 years. So... That's what comes with becoming a brand is also having to understand damn near 10 different businesses from the cash register to the production to the monitor because all these become different businesses. An octopus has eight legs, but it also has eight brains for each leg. And if you can't afford to hire somebody to, that's a specialist in each one of those, then you have to figure out how to do it yourself till you can hire somebody. Mm -hmm. So what happens is like on the block, if I, you know, caught a loss, shit, and I used to hit somebody, had a lookout, they not working. I'm going to go get it, and I'm going to go pitch that shit myself, take the chance, and once I flip, then I can start hiring people again. And every time I would pivot to a new drug, I had to do it the same way. Get on the block, give out samples. I had to be the lookout and collect the money. I just didn't carry a lot of work on me. But as soon as it got clicking... Now I could pay you, but at least I know you can't rob me because I know the business. Mm -hmm. And everybody else that hustled outside had to respect me because they knew I respected the art of hustling, period. So another thing is when you get into another vertical, whether it's the media, whether it's clothing, whether it's music, any, any of those things, you got to respect the art because you got to look at it like, if, uh, 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 what, like sometimes I'll see like a basketball player want to rap. It doesn't work out because a basketball player has to be a basketball player for his profession. A, a, a musician has to hit the road, and there's a lot of things you have to do to be a professional musician, so it won't work. But some and, and, and a musician musician will like kind of laugh a little because they're like, he don't he thinks it's easy just because I make it look easy. Mm -hmm. But again, you doing your shows, you coming outside, pause and and and, and selling out um, shows, some might might think that's easy. Someone might think that you just showed up, that you never put up a dollar to invest in your presence on the road in another market, because that's all they see is you on the stage. 
So a lot of people dream about, I want to be a professional in something, but they never dream about the work it takes to be a professional. But if you respect the art, then you'll understand the work it's going to take. You can't just pick up a guitar and play it. You got to rehearse every day. You can't just go in the gym and get a muscle because you because you did one crazy workout. That shit got to be three months at least. Compound interest. So that's for every single thing is an art. But the one art that we never know is digital, is media. We've never been in the position and we're never in those rooms to learn it as they're learning it. I think media is the most important one for me. It is because... That's why... I, that's getting all my 2024 focus. And, and that's how it gets... It gets Well, when you say it's media, it. does it mean you're going to make scripted movies? Does it mean you're going to make scripted e television? Eventually, yeah. So you, it, it, that's why I wanted to show y'all American New because I got movies, docuseries, chill, children's programming, scripted... And I got the, the, the podcast, or, you know, I call it a TV show if it's a visual, because it's not auditory. You know what I mean? And I'm showcasing those that I feel are actually not talking about problems, but actually have the action on fixing them by teaching. That's it. That's it. Hand to hand, and not scared to actually talk to people. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people say a lot of slick shit when they're behind a the camera in their house, but they don't come outside. They don't talk to the people they're teaching. And most of the stuff they're teaching, they're not doing. They're getting money teaching about something they never fucking did. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, I think you should only teach things you do. Mm -hmm. I think that was... Because, number one, you're going to teach it better. You know what I mean? Because it ain't even got to be rehearsed. You're pulling it from experience, right? And then you bottling the framework of your success and teaching that to somebody else and allowing them to be able to duplicate that same process. Let, let me tell you how smart media is. Genius move. Um, when someone can actually make people and inspire people to change their ways because they're doing it and then trick you and then you get caught up in it. Because when Snoop said he stopped smoking, <laughs> you definitely made a hundred announcements. I stopped smoking and all that. And then the next day, he said it was a trick. I had stopped smoking ten years know, ago. Mine was a joke. But my point. I was I was using it to sell a product worry, like him. First of all, yeah. So but some people really thought I was smoking, and I just quit because you know, people don't know how to. Think. My point is that that's how powerful media is. Yeah. Because people actually started to stop smoking, uh -huh. and I, I I was and again I was talking about stopping smoking the day before he did yeah. that. But I'm still smoking. But I remember but I was that's, like, I'm not ready right now. Because you know? I know why I was like, say, let me tell you. He said you're I, an economy because you influence spending power. Let me tell you. Because Snoop is my brother, right? Yeah. The last person that Rocky ever smoked with was Snoop Dogg. Mm. And the other girl he was with fainted in the car. Yeah. And I got that on tape, too. It was hilarious. But I was saying if Snoop stopped talking, it was like there's two people that if they stop smoking, it might get, I mean, it's dangerous. Willie yeah, that Nelson, messes up the whole industry. Willie Nelson and Snoop. Yes, so I was like, that's, now, that's, if Snoop is quitting, it might be time. That's why if we federally legalize and these companies start making money, they Snoop should get a billion dollars. Because all he had to do is say, I'm done smoking weed, I don't rock with weed, and he going to mess up stocks. So you're going to take the whole industry down. You know what and, I'm saying? And, and just, that's the influence, though, that we have. The thing that we, we don't figure out is infrastructure. Yeah. And this is where, like, and we don't talk. Honestly, People don't like to talk. Bro. They might got to give you your flowers, bro, because, like, you've been on the infrastructure game with folks for a long time talking about it, and people don't listen. Yeah. So I just I want to make sure folks are listening. This is how I connected with Dave. We've been talking about manufacturing. It's the most boring shit to talk about. Mm. 
We ain't talk about no music. <laughs> we ain't talk, we've been talking about manufacturing because of the jobs and what it does in the community. So if we're going to talk about media, media and creating content, that's all. We got to be the factories. Yeah. yeah. Are you the factory? Do you understand how the game is actually broken that's down? The, that's how the to boss. Distribute the, the content. Do you understand how the ad revenue comes in? This is the game. Do you understand a CPM? Listening from him, like listen to that game. But see, every industry change once that gets exposed and democratized. Once they lose and they're like, "Yo, I'm because, broken, y'all rich." That's how the tech folks make money. Because what are they disrupting? They're mm. not disrupting content. They're disrupting how the content is distributed. Mm -hmm. That's that's the tech. That's the platform. That's where you make the billions. But if you don't if you don't understand that, you can't even disrupt it. Yeah. So what we're doing is we get successful by playing the game that they created. We're doing content on their platforms. As great as Snoop's, you know, stunt was. Let's also break down the numbers. Go ahead and pull up what his post was. How many people engaged with it? Mm. What's Snoop's following? So mm. what percentage of his audience did he actually reach? Mm. Well, he not, didn't control but not, but, how much but, is reached. But it also went viral. You know, it went viral, which was also boosted. You thought, they, you thought they bought some? 100%. Oh, really? 100%. A lot of stuff is bought. Honestly, every time I've realize. never ever bought no viral moment, I've been going viral. Well, yeah, because okay, but, a lot but of people are feeding things. The message was already had the quality, and you know, what virality is really about the broadcast channel that it comes Correct. from, and then like it's like high level conversations. If we have a com, if this conversation is gold. But if it's put on the wrong platform, it ain't going viral. That's why it's on the CEO. If you show. put on the right one, the CEO <laughs> show now is out there, right? Dame has been a viral character and person and personality just off the organics for a long time and depending on whose platform he on that's going to go if you put it on a smaller platform it may get pushed out of reach people talk about it comment now it's in all these different places you put it on a bigger platform and this i've always thought about content my whole thing is like i'll be having conversations in private i'm like but if this was on a platform and the resources behind it, this is to the world. Let's talk and about I this. built off that model. What's the biggest media companies in the world? Disney. With Viacom. Or Paramount. Paramount. Google. Disney. Okay. Facebook. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Social okay. media. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. How much content do they create? None. Well, some, everybody else. Well, everybody who's listening, y'all creating the content right. for these well, companies. That's straight infrastructure. Right. So, again, what's the value of an actual user, a viewer? Facebook went public off ten dollars a view. Yeah, but the reason why ten dollars. But it's the reason why is because how many followers you got? About a million plus. Multiply right. that by ten. You got mm -hmm. that money? Not yet. See that that's that's where we starting to change it. So it's like, don't just create the content. Put it on your own shit. That's again, that's a dame play. But you got to really promote it. You, you got to really ad, know. You got to add tech. You got to use it. You got to study. It's not cheap. That's what we on. That's new media. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the, the, that's that's the, the new that's wave right that's now. That's the don't just from, be giving your shit out to people, man. Create it on your own stuff. Get your own money. Don't let them take 90% of the revenue. Mm -hmm. And 100%, you decide what you want to pay. And also, think about this, right? Every right. time you, you sign that terms of whatever to get on YouTube and all that, yeah. that's a contract. Yeah. That you didn't have a lawyer go see. And children do that. You understand what I'm saying? So you're now either. signing everything away without even a question. And it's normal. And that's not legal. So I've actually spoke to my friends at Congress and said, you know, they were like, wow, I didn't think about it like that. We want to have a hearing. I think we need to have one. I think the lawmakers and the teachers, the principals all need to be educated about these things and the laws that come with them. Every time there's a new business, it's the government's responsibility to, like, have a business person to just learn the business. Thanks.
Yeah, yeah I mean, many, essentially, you know, when you think about... Too many new business. Like, what, how are you going to monetize space travel? When, when you think about what social media... Gonna do, what, what they going to do on Mars? It, we going there. Is, is when you think about social media, it's essentially everybody working for a company. You know, just like any company, when they decide that they want to boycott because they want higher wages, creators have to go through that same thing. The problem is, is that it's like the NBA. You got some people who may get a $300 million contract, yep. but that's not, the, that's not everybody. No, no. Some players you know, get a couple hundred thousand. But no, people no, no. look at the people that get the millions as if that's the standard, but that's not the standard. The standard is the minimum. And most people get the minimum. But, but what it is is people are getting paid in dopamine. So they're, they're getting paid in yeah, pain. Say that. Say that again. So what happens... Come on. Come on. So, so the reason why people continue is because they're the like, I, I'm not going to get the fame no more. I mean, and... So and like, honestly, you'll be... The only to the credit, I do appreciate the author of the platforms because otherwise those opportunities wouldn't be there. Well, but the reality just, of it just, is... Let me just land the plane. Who are my reparations? Pause. What I'm saying is... The reason why we use YouTube now is because we don't we want the traffic. The reason why we want Apple is because of the traffic. Yeah. It, that's the only reason why is because we're like, yo, we won't be seen. But we have to figure out how to leverage, go out and promote, and bring our audience to us. Because nine times out of ten, yeah, you're getting some of the traffic. But what we were talking about was like, it's called buying inventory. You just buy people based on their behavior patterns, and you run your ads in front of mm -hmm. them. So that's the game that they play. They just buy people based on their behavior patterns. And that's what the data is that we don't get the benefit of. We don't get the benefit of the behavior patterns of all the people that are actually looking at what we're doing. So if I got a million people, if I know the behavior patterns of a million people, I know exactly you know what, what to, sell to sell them. Sell. Or I know to sell the behavior patterns to a company that makes it. And mm -hmm. that's what the game is. Bro, it's the selling of behavior patterns. What you just said about teaching, I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher in South Central. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you walk up to a student, you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Bro, we're not teaching the teachers about the future. How to teach the future, you're disservicing the students. What, I mean, the jobs well, they well, jobs that, ain't even messy yet. That's what, when I, when I, when I go in, when I go in, when I go in, well, look, let me tell you the solution. I'm part of the OSG, and what I do is I get on a Zoom with all these principals, and I teach them the new shit. And then I go into the schools because we wrote a book about dreaming, but it also brings your cognitive skills up. And it teaches you about space. The next one teaches you about um, the, uh, the earth, I mean, um, the sea, Dusko goes to sea. And we actually get to go in there and teach the kids how to dream. And what I tell the kids is, with all the teachers there, I say, if no one around you that's taking care of you has asked you what your dreams are, then they are not dreaming. So, every, and I make everybody scream, right? Like dream team, dream team. Then I make every adult scream dream team. at the Because you have to lead by example that you have to dream. If you're not dreaming, you can't teach kids how to dream. You have to, you gotta be, and a lot of times we're not taught how to dream, we're told what to dream. So we're told to dream to be in survival mode, we're told to dream to be an athlete, but not what happens after 30 as an athlete. And that's even provided for you and that distraction is provided for you in the educational system where you play basketball at a varsity level, but they don't teach you any skill that happens after they, until you get to the NFL. And that's lotto. Period. So you have to make sure our educators, our lawmakers are the smartest in the room because those are the ones that protect us. Those are the ones that are teaching our future. So that's why I've taken it to me, not to make it about me, 
But that's why I talk to Congress, like I said. That's why I talk to the principals, because those are the most important people. Our lawmakers, because if they don't know what, nothing is, is, is legal in America unless it's in law. Your opinion means nothing. Even if, like, they don't teach you how to have money so that when you have money, you don't know you got to pay taxes, and now you jammed up and you got to go to jail. So I, it's a trap. I know. After I made a bunch of millions and spend it, they sent me a bill for taxes. And I'm like, yo, I used to be a drug dealer. You think I'm giving 50% after I already spent it? I got to pay bills. I ain't got it. And then I paid somebody to do it, Barry Clawberg, and he didn't pay my motherfucking taxes. And what happens then is the accountant's not accountable for not paying your taxes. I'm in court with a lawyer right now. 